La, 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 wait till I get my money right. Back with Vershawn Jackson, sponsored by Winkstock on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. And we are back. Um, you getting some good grub over there, Vershawn? Of course. What are we eating today? Um, I got I got Louisiana rub too, and then I tried the hot. Uh, since I was late, I said, "Let me try the hot as they got it." Probably should have tried the habanero, but I didn't. So I, I haven't I haven't bit into it, so I haven't really tried it yet. I'm still kind of scared. Okay, I'm just kidding. don't be scared. It's just a chicken wing. <laughs> don't be scared. It's just a Simple's hamster. Simple's hamster says, even if it's new coaches, doesn't Frost get credit for bringing them? And restructuring, you don't you you don't you forget to ask the CEO head coach, and then if it works, not give him credit. You don't ask a head coach to be a CEO head coach, and not then give if it, it works, yeah. not give him credit. So what that's do you think a good about point, that, Nick. Th- that's a good point. Um, we also had another text on that note where it said something along the lines of Frost will get the national credit, but regionally and closer to home, more people will give Whipple and Mickey Joseph the credit. Oh, well, I mean, listen. It's and all I, I don't think I, I don't think it's about credit. Like I wasn't trying to make it about credit. I was truly asking. I want. I wanted to know your thoughts on that. I wasn't trying to make it about. Oh, Frost should get zero credit. I'm not trying to make it that. No, so. we we both know that. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, uh, you gotta you 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 gotta give it to him if he fails, and you gotta give it to him if he succeeds. Mm-hmm. Either way, we gotta stop passing the buck to other coaches and understand that the most powerful man in Nebraska is Scott Frost. Oh, yeah. Period, point blank, any discussion. You know what I mean? He's a head coach in Nebraska, and Nebraska is the number one money-making machine in the state of Nebraska. And it is it is the show. So when you head that up, you're the number one guy. You're the, 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 the highest-paid state official in the land. Yeah, absolutely. So you should take – you should take pride when, when positive things happen, and you should also be levied the blame when things don't happen because it's your team. Remember that I sent you something, right, that said when Scott was basically saying this is his team, right? Yeah. Now, we, we haven't played it just because I, I don't know if that's – I don't want to – this is not beat up Scott Frost. Absolutely not. Absolutely No, not. I know. I'm, I'm just speaking. I'm, I'm saying this is not beat up Scott Frost, but – it, it, it is Scott Frost football team, mm-hmm. and we are talking about football, and we are talking about a football team that hasn't won, that won two more games than I won in one year. Well, I was a part of. Do you want to? Okay? Do you want to play it? You want to play it? Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go I, ahead. I, so this was after Purdue's game in I can't remember what year. I think um, this is nineteen. But this is there, there's a couple here that's. That's pretty relevant. I, I think it's important to play it. It is. They look like they love losing, and they 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 look undisciplined. Um, we got another penalty on special teams that instead of starting at the thirty or something, we start at our own eight. Um, we get penalties on third and twenty. We get penalties when our drives are going, and we kill them. Uh, I, I'm tired of looking at it. That there's really no difference from a coach's perspective between between I can't do it and I won't do it. And the people that won't make good decisions, the people that are hitting people three yards out of bounds, 
if that keeps up, I, I'm just going to ride with the guys that do it the right way. Because um, we got a lot of warriors on this team that battled today and in a lot of ways played well enough to win. But I, I'm tired of coaching an undisciplined team. <laughs> so I, I will say this. I will say this. In, in Scott Frost's defense, and I, I've said this multiple times throughout the course of, of many shows, Throughout the four years, it's never been an effort, a question of whether or not Scott Frost is trying. Like, none of us are sitting here on the radio, on TV, writing articles. Nobody's doing that and questioning whether or not Scott Frost is trying to fix this thing or questioning whether or not Scott Frost cares. And, and, and I mean, since day one, that's never been a question. This, this, all the losing, all, all the fails, like, has not been a question of whether or not Scott Frost is just giving up or not giving effort. It's just been how he's channeled that effort, and and that's up for I wouldn't say even criticism, just conversation. Yeah, I mean I get that though, but I mean at the end of the day, you know he's a he's a work in progress, and his, um, I think he had to he he should have aired that towards himself as well. You know what I'm saying? What, what do you mean? It's you really, got to be yeah. disciplined enough. Well, oh, you oh, as be, a coach, as a you coach, be, yeah, as yes. a coach, you got to yes. know what to do and what not to do in certain situations. And if it's third and 15, you probably shouldn't run a quarterback draw. It's yeah. not going to fool anybody in the country. So there's things that I, I would imagine that he's learning on the fly on how to be a great head coach. You're right. I, I just wish that, you know, there was a couple of clips of him talking about Coach Osborne and Coach Osborne being around and stuff like that. And I just wish that we would just continue to, to dig back into not – listen, you can put your own spin on anything. But if something worked, let's stop acting as if we didn't win. Oh yeah, there was a reason we won. It had nothing to do with talent. When I don't want to say that. When talent, the majority say of it. what we did, talent wasn't it. It was yeah. hard work first. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody was talented that came from all those different players, schools, and and states. All those players were the best in their state. Every guy I got recruited with, from Lauren mm-hmm. Phillips to Leslie Dennis to to, to Eric Anderson to uh, 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 Tim Carpenter to Scott Frost to all of us that came out in 1993, we were all great high school players. But when you threw us over at one Memorial Stadium drive or whatever the address is over there, mm-hmm. when you put us all over there, guess what we became? Average players at best. Now, was there still superstars? Yeah, I mean, Lawrence Phillips defied the odds. Leslie Dennis played as a true freshman. He wasn't a superstar, though. He played out of necessity. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm simply saying if 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 you have to develop the kids, and we, we, when Scott says stuff like that, playing with undisciplined kids, that's your fault. Here, you so- allowed them to be undisciplined because you're the coach. You are the father figure, right? You're absolutely right. And, and he continued by this. This was something that was said a couple minutes later in the press co- in the post game. Um, that kind of reigns true still today as well. I'm still encountering habits that I didn't know or expect. L- listen, you know, it, you can go back to all these games. We can't run down on a punt and run into the punt returner. We can't block somebody in the back on a punt return. We can't hit somebody out of bounds. We we can't get 15 yard penalties on third and 24. I, I mean, every time I think we've addressed what we need to address, we find another way to shoot ourselves in the foot. 
But it all comes down to caring enough to do it right. Not just on the field. It comes down to caring enough to do it right on Monday, on Tuesday, when you're supposed to be in study hall, when you're supposed to be at class. The way you treat the people that serve you food in the lunch line. People that do all those things the right way are winners, and, and they win. And we got a bunch of them on this team. We got a bunch of them. But we're doing enough little things wrong that it, we can't overcome it right now. We're not good enough to overcome those things right now. <laughs> uh, all right, go back to the, the ultimate man. And this is to me. Text line, hit us up if you don't. If you feel this way, yay, nay, it doesn't matter. You're, you're, how you feel is valid. The mark of an ultimate man is the way that he accepts responsibilities for his action. It's called BAM. Be a man. A man stands up on his own two feet, accepts responsibility for his own actions. There's no more passing the buck. You're supposed to have your team disciplined and ready to go. Yeah. That's your job. That's why we pay you $5 million. Well, and as sad as it is to say, you and I, Rashad, have talked about this. We, were, we just said it a couple minutes, a couple days ago how um, it feels like Nebraska, when you're watching them on, on, from week to week, it's been they fixed one problem one week, and then the next week a problem that you didn't think you had to worry about, that something that had been buttoned down and, and, and fixed arises, but you fixed the previous week's problem. Then in the next week you fixed the previous week's problem, and then the week from two weeks ago pops back up. Like It's just a recurring cycle. The problem was never fixed. That's well, the that's, problem. That's what I'm saying. It was never truly fixed. But we, from no. just a, it, but as a visual standpoint, when it would be non-existent one week or at least less the next week, we thought, okay, they're, they're doing their job of fixing the problem. I, didn't. I know, but I'm saying a lot of people Special did. Special teams have sucked for four years. Yes, yes, I know, but I'm talking like snap problems were, were not a problem from one year to the next year with Cam Jurgens, And and penalties okay. have always been a like I, I'm saying there have been minor minor showings where from on one week penalties aren't as big of a problem as they were next week, so you have that false hope of okay, maybe they're they're figuring them out. Maybe it's figuring out and then two weeks down the road they have a, a, like 11 penalties in a game and you're like, "Okay, crap, we're at the at the bottom. We're at we're at starting point number 1." So, like you said, it's never been fixed. And, and, but you can, you can play these clips, like we've said countless times, you can play any of these clips, and it rained true in 2018, it rained true in 2019, and now it's raining true after last season in 2021. And when we dissected every single game in the postgame shows last year, it, was, it always came down to penalties, it came down to special teams errors, just came down to boneheaded mistakes, turnovers. It came, over, it came down to the same thing every single week. And that was the yeah, problem. Well, and, and well, and that's why I say, at some point, at some point, you got to look in the mirror, and say, okay, why does my team keep doing this to me? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and 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 then what what is it going to take for me to fix my team? Exactly. What am I doing wrong that my team is not responding to me and to my commands? Because, see, we responded to Coach Osborne's commands, all right? He told us what he wanted, and we did what he asked us to do. And if we didn't, he reminded us that we didn't do what he asked us to do. That's not the play, son. Here's the play. 
So you can either, after so many times of blowing it, you kind of find yourself on the bench. Because there's another guy that's right behind you that doesn't want to blow it, that's not as good as you, ready, not as talented ready to do your as job. you. Ready to do your job he, better than you he, did. He knows your job better than you do. He might, he, it's not that he can do it. He's not going to make the mistakes that a person would make yep. if they don't pay attention to the details. See? Disingenuous. We're gonna go get back. We're gonna get over here back to the side of him text line because guys, it, it, it's coming in so hot. Uh, I don't think it sounds like you guys want Nebraska or Scott Frost to fail. It sounds like to me that you guys are just sick and tired of covering the same mistakes and the same medium-looking team. Nick, is that yeah. true for you? Absolutely. Okay. That's that's. Uh, my, I mean, they put it exactly what I said last segment. I I, I just want a winning football program. That's. Yeah. Football is the main driver here in Lincoln, and, and it's great to talk about volleyball, and it's great to talk about women's basketball and baseball and softball. It's, all, it's awesome. But unfortunately, football is the main driver, and football drives a lot of, of emotions in this state, especially when you're paying the coach more than anybody else in this university outside of maybe Fred Hoiberg. But well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now you bring it, you bring a Hoiberg into this thing too now? How much is he making? Uh, Four million. He, I think he took a he took a reduced pay cut. He Trev worked his contract the exact same way that he worked Scott Frost's um, after a disappointing season. Which shout out give, Trev give, Alberts. Give man. credit to Trev Alberts. Exactly. Man, shout out Trev Alberts. Man, you know what? Uh, we sometimes we look over and we put a lot of of this, that, and the third on other people. But Trev has come in, and to me, he has totally set the pace and he set the precedence for our university as far as our athletic department. And I love that, man. He's always – he's he's a part of every single sport. He's there. He's talking about it. I, you, when you have an athletic direct, a director that takes a vested interest in the sports that he's directing, all of them uh, – That's the biggest man. thing. He, he gets it. He understands that Nebraska wants a leader who who the, 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 the common folk feel like they're connected to, and they feel that with Trev because they just see him sitting at Bowling Stadium for a Husker softball game. They see him at Haymarket Park. They see him at women's basketball standing on, or sitting on the court on court side. Like, it's those little things that if Trev Alberts is making time for that in his busy schedule, like, they, they feel connected to him, and, and he's approachable. And and Trev's doing a great job. I mean, it's it's awesome. I am getting I'm getting inundated. Uh, Tyler says we fire coaches after a few years. It hasn't worked. Give them time. I agree with you on that one, Tyler. We got to give them a little bit of time. Um, I mean, you got to give them a little bit a little bit of time. Why don't you read Dusty? I, I got to read this one, Slim. He used to pump Kool Aid by the. <laughs> I got to read it, Slim. Go ahead. This. He said, this station used to pump Kool-Aid by the truckload. Finally, the last couple years have been somewhat of an honest approach from both the good and the bad. I appreciate the good and the bad conversation that happened throughout the whole day. Appreciate you, Slim. Big time. Yeah, man. I mean, we want to be subjective, you know, to whatever's going on. And, and, and yeah, we can can have a pity party, but I think you got to find some good pieces to what's been going on and try to hang our hats on that, but not forget the foolishness that was this last four years. More live from the wing stop. Pine Lake Road. The ticket. Jake's here. We're all here. 93.7. The Captain.